Today was a busy day. We got some really good news about our economy and some not so good news about our economy. Warning, we better start fixing this stuff. New York has finally found a solution for climate change. And of course, it's us who's going to suffer. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Well, I'm in a really good mood today. I just passed my first FEMA exam. I am trying to become... Um, I'm trying to become a master of incident response, and uh, I spent a couple days studying, passed it, ended up, I think I got a 23 or 24 out of 25, so I did pretty, actually pretty good. So, but the big thing is going to be about the economy. So let's talk about the economy. There's good news and bad news about the economy. The good news is we have had a 3.2 GDP for the first quarter of 2019. Now, for those who don't know much about GDP, and I'm one of them, the gross domestic product measures the value of economic activities within a country. Strictly defined, GDP is the sum of market values or prices of all goods and services produced in an economy during the period of time. Now, that definition is from sparknotes.com. What does that mean? It essentially means is the value of products has gone up. The value of the markets has gone up. It means that people have more money, are spending more money on things that they want. So that iPhone that you just, you're listening to this from at $1,200 can be $1,200 instead of $800 because you're making more money and are spending more money. It is the overall health of an economy. So yay for us. But it gets better. Right now, the Trump economy is averaging over 3% GDP for the first two years of his presidency. Now, if we compare that to Barack Obama, he never got over 3% in eight years. He never averaged 8% in a quarter, uh, 3%. No, if we're 8%, we're going to be awesome. But if he never averaged 3% in a quarter, I'm not sure if he ever received, he ever got to 3% in a year. Well, I know he didn't get 3% in a year. His average was always between 1.5 and 2.5%. Now, a, a lot of people will sit back and try and argue with this, argue with you on this. They'll say that, well, the reason that we're averaging, we're doing so well in this economy is because Barack Obama actually fixed the economy and that Donald Trump is actually enjoying the economy because of what he did. Okay. The thought of the economy is flying over the Obama fixes, and I put that in air quotes, is horse bucking. Trump made active changes to fix the economy. He lowered taxes. He eliminated regulations that allowed for job growth. The pipeline, the Idaho pipeline, the Canadian pipeline from, I guess, Canada all the way down to Arizona or wherever it was, uh, Texas or wherever it is, that created jobs. He banned 
the he allowed fracking that created jobs his his elimination of regulation actually fixed the economy people were getting hired we still have 7 million jobs that are available to people to get them not to mention we are at 4% 4% unemployment that those are record lows forget i won't even mention black unemployment lowest in history since they started um, keeping track of it hispanic uh, employment lowest in history and rates the actual um, the actual pay is going up so your hourly now i i question the pay thing because the the um uh, salaries are going up. Their def salaries are definitely going up, but also minimum wage has gone up. So you can't necessarily give that to Trump because minimum wage has gone up. And we're going to have to talk about minimum wage. That is an absolute nightmare. I'm sure you're already experiencing it, depending on what state there is. The other issue is what Trump has done actively is actually renegotiate these trade deals with countries like Mexico and Canada, the trade deals have been unfair. Let's, let's call it what it is. Mexico, NAFTA, which, by the way, was not a Democrat deal. That was started by George Bush, the first George Bush. And then it was implemented by Bill Clinton. So NAFTA was a Republican idea. He actually sat back and said, we need to redesign. NAFTA was a disaster for the United States. We had problems. Our dairy industry was being stricken by NAFTA because milk was cheaper in Mexico. They would bring it up and people would buy Mexican milk. And meanwhile, our dairy industry suffered. And that was just one industry. A lot of agriculture comes out of Mexico. And that's really their main export is agriculture. Their main legitimate export is agriculture. I won't talk about that. So good for him on that. And finally, one of the things he really did is that American first value. People began to look and say, well, where is this actually made? Like your Trump hat, if you have a MAGA hat. Okay, I do. I have a MAGA hat. It cost me nine bucks. It's made in America. People are actually looking at that stuff now. And if you watch, if you watch television and you actually watch the, you actually watch commercials, they talk about that. They'll tell you, hey, made in America, made in Minnesota, made in Texas, made in Arizona, made in Michigan. He has actively done things to go out and improve the economy. Okay, that's the good news. Uh, there is some bad news. We're heading towards a debt clip, cliff. We all we all hear that our national debt is at twenty one trillion dollars and it's climbing daily, uh, approaching twenty two trillion dollars. Now, thank you, Barack Obama. Thank you, uh, Roosevelt. They were the causes of this. But here's the reality, uh, according. Uh, to article by, or according to an article on the Hill, by Shiva 
Oh, I'm going to butcher this. By Shiva Rajgopal. The real national debt is between 70 and 80 trillion. By the way, I have the link on my blog at uh, com. Go visit it. You can actually read the article. The real national debt, again, between 70 and 80 trillion dollars. That's because nanny state programs like Social Security, Medicaid, Medicare, and student loans, which is now, thanks to Barack Obama, again, was made into a public service. It used to be national, uh, it used to be that student loans were actually banks. Banks would offer the loans and they would work with the people, but the government decided to take it over. And just so that you don't know, the government sucks at everything and they messed that up. Uh, these nanny state programs are not calculated into the national debt that were actually shown. And this stuff still needs to be paid out. I can't remember a president, including Reagan or Trump, that has taken spending seriously in the United States. Trump really raised the national debt. Okay? Reagan is really raising the national really raised the national debt. As a matter of fact, the debt increased more under him than it did in any other president. It's time to sit back and say, "Okay, stop. We need to take care of this debt. It needs to be it needs to be ended." And one of the things we're going to end up having to do is sitting back and either cutting our social programs or we're going to end up being forced to cut our social programs through austerity, which is what Greece went through, what um, Spain went through, what Italy went through. And that will change our entire political face at that point. When people lose what they've been getting for a very long time, suddenly they think that our political setup is no good. And that's where you end up going towards socialism. Look at Greece. They could not afford to pay their uh, nanny state programs. They went towards socialism. Spain went towards socialism because they couldn't take care of their programs. They started taxing everybody. Um even countries like Norway, Switzerland, Sweden, they are moving further to the right because they can't afford these social programs. A lot of these social programs are just, they won't keep us above water financially. So I hate to give you that, but it's something to think about and something to really push. And I, I, I really think that's why Bernie Sanders is so dangerous. If he gets what he wants, oh, this could be really bad because... His, he's talking about adding $32 trillion over the next 10 years. Oh, my. That's it, 10 years? You're talking $3 trillion a year? $3.something trillion a year added to our debt? No. We got to figure it out. Oh, but that it, now, here's, here's a fun story. I love this one. Um, hey, you know, great. Good. And we're going to see how that works out. But New York is really trying to embrace this Green New Deal thing. Uh, that garbage program that was dreamed up by the really hot but not really but really dumb Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. 
get this, Bill Einstein de Blasio decided to ban any processed meats, including sausages and hot dogs. I'm letting you, I'm letting that sink in a little bit. I'm not kidding. They have already banned, they've already banned straws, bags, and soda. The soda didn't, thing didn't work out too well for de Blasio because apparently the Supreme Court said, no, you can't elim, eliminate what people want to drink. So hopefully the courts go with him on that because I got a feeling we're going to see court cases in the future. They're losing 200 they're losing 200 people a day because they have the highest taxes in the country, the heaviest regulations, and they're choking business. They're planning to ban buildings made of steel and glass because of the because of the climate. And they want to force owners of those build, of the existing buildings in New York to retrofit before 2030. They are even considering banning cars cars by 2050. Any cars that actually come into and or leave New York City are going to ha- face a tax. Now they want to ban food. The mayor believes that banning of processed foods will improve air quality by eliminating the carbon from the processing process and eliminating eliminating carbon from the grilling of the food by the people. That's awesome. If grilling causes carbon, that means that non-processed food like steaks and chicken will also be on the list. Or worse, you won't be allowed to grill at all. Now, this particularly scares me because California, where I live, has a tendency of following New York really closely. And I can't wait to see when I've got the climate patrol walking through my uh, backyard and then confiscating my grill or or arresting me worse. But this is something we've got to worry about. This is getting crazy. The bags and straws thing, okay, whatever. Now they're banning food. We need to start stepping up a little bit here and say no. Unfortunately, New York, very liberal. I, I don't know what these people think half the time. I won't even try. Now, okay, I'm leaving a little something out. Uh, they are only banning processed meat with government programs such as schools. They already have meatless Mondays for the health of the kids. Again, health is in air quotes. Now the kids can't even have a frigging hot dog on the days on the other days where they don't have to eat like tofu. Tofu. Have you ever had tofu? It sucks. And I'm pretty sure the government can't cook broccoli to the point that the kids are going to want to eat that garbage. Here's something wild and crazy. Parents in New York, take care of your kids. Give them lunch. Jesus. Sorry. I shouldn't have said that. But de Blasio says if he doesn't see improvement in the carbon output, he will expand that ban. Considering one will see... Uh, considering one sees a hot dog vendor every 15 feet in New York City streets, I'm sure that's going to go over well with people. So not only is it going to ban things that people want, he's going to make sure that the public can't get it. 
you know, he's going to kill his economy because a lot of his economy is based on those stupid street vendors. If you've never been in, excuse me, if you've never been in New York, there's street vendors everywhere in New York. This is so effing stupid, I can't even believe it. This is, how does this freaking guy keep getting elected? I don't understand it. First up, the carbon from food processing and grilling is so little, expansion of de Blasio's stupid program is inevitable. It's going to happen. The air quality is not going to improve because you shut down because kids in school can't eat hot dogs. It's not going to shut down. Does anyone already see the problem with the... It's inevitable that he's going to sit back and he's going to ban all processed meats. Then he's going to ban all grilling. Eventually, he will not ban just processed meats. He'll just ban meat. This is a big thing with the left. The left, everyone, you know, hey... Uh, go vegan or whatever. If you've met a vegan, I guarantee you they are left wing. Does anyone see the problem with the new Green Deal? That's the other problem. Our freedoms are being taken away because of this climate hoax. Now, I'm not saying there isn't a climate problem. I'm just saying that it, to sit back and for me to sit back and tell you right now that climate, human beings have nothing to do with climate is illogical. And just, I'm lying to you. Human beings definitely have something to do with climate. How can we have 7 billion people on this planet and not think we are affecting the climate? Uh, yes, I'm sure we have something to do with it. But how much do we have to do with it? That's the question. Climate does change. It's going to change whether we eliminate farting cows or not. It's going to change. No question. How much are we causing it? I don't know. Do I think we should stop burning fossil fuels? I'd love to do that. I don't think it's necessary. I think, I well, I think it's necessary now because I don't think we have a legitimate way of of coming up with power but oil is actually a really valuable resource we do not need to burn it we could use it as a lubricant we can use it for a lot of things far better than just burning it in our cars so i would love to find a renewable energy so find a renewable energy we have not found one yet But it just bothers me that this Green New Deal, New York is implementing this thing, and then you begin to see our freedoms are literally being taken away. Now they're restricting what we can eat. I mean, we already can't get a bag from a grocery store. We already can't sip uh, our Coke through a straw. Exactly... Is exactly how are we free if we're not able to do any of this stuff? Listen, I don't need the government to tell me what to eat. I under I also understand that if I get fat, I should take care of myself. 
I should go on a diet, go for a couple of runs. If you know, you know my Twitter handle is at running fool. I run a lot. If I get fat, cut down on the beer, cut down on the food, go for a longer run. I get that. If others don't get it, that's not my problem. And I should not be punished because people can't take care of themselves. This is a free country. I believe it's a free country. You should learn. Finally, and this is the most important, there's another country that's kind of banned food. Well, they didn't really ban it. They just don't have it. I bet Socialist Venezuela has the cleanest air in the country. Cleanest air in the world. So, that's it. Short and sweet today. You can follow me on Twitter at RunninFool, at R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L, and visit my blog. I do have a couple of links that you can access to take a look at what I was talking about tonight. They are, um, my website is at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com, no spaces. I hope you enjoyed. Take care. Leave a comment. Um, You can tweet me or you can leave a comment on the website. Have a nice night.